What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace, and I have another amazing guest joining me this week. We have the beautiful Christina Cressman joining us from Van City. What up, girl? So Christina and I met, it feels like it was yesterday, but my (laughs) space and concept of time is very skewed. I think it was August, right? Yes. August 12th. So she was one of the organizers with the Rosenthorn Fashion Show. A lot of you saw some of those photos on my Instagram. It was such a beautiful event. And we got to talking and I was like, you need to be on my podcast. And we just bonded over the simplest things. And we were like, yes, we love pink. Yes, we're all about the unicorn magic. So it's like the universe brought us together as it always does. And I'm super excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Oh, it's going to be so good. So like I mentioned, Christina was one of the organizers of that fashion show through Downtown Van. She's also a boss business lady. She's got Unicorn Dreams Beauty and also does VHS Marcus, which she'll get into because we're going to get the good old who are you and what do you do? Cool. All right. So yes, I put on markets, pop-up markets uh, through uh, VHS markets, which I started um, almost seven years ago. But before I started putting on markets, I started, uh, it was just unicorn dreams. And it started with uh, crystal necklaces that I wire wrapped. Um, At first, I just started collecting crystals because they're beautiful. But then I... Oh my God. Yes. I'm like looking around my room. I'm like, I've got there, 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 there. They're everywhere. (laughs) And, you know, they're so beautiful, but then I, I did start to feel a connection to them. Um, so, yeah, I started Unicorn Dreams, I'd say almost, oh, God, like eight eight or nine years ago. Wow. And it was also because I quit smoking, so it was something great for me to do with my hands. Yeah. Um, and then I started um, doing, your dog's so cute. I know, Benson's oh. like, hello. <laughs> so adorable. And so I started selling at different markets and selling to my friends. And then I just started going like, hmm, I should put on my own markets. I'm meeting so many like-minded people that need opportunity. Um, So I just thought, you know what? I may as well try. And I first uh, started the markets with my friend Mudra. And we put on our our first one. It was so random at Tinseltown Market in Caveman Cafe. And then she decided she didn't want to do the markets anymore. We're still great friends. Uh, so I did it alone for a little while. And then um, my current partner now, Justin, we've been together for just over six years. He now runs the markets with me. So yeah. That's so fun. I love that when you can work with your partner. That is so, so, so good. It's really great. And then I'm also always working full-time as well. So right now it's with Downtown Vancouver Business Improvement Association. My role is lead events and partnerships. And they said, okay, you can do one public event this year. (laughs) The events that I put on are 
our private events and I said, okay, well, I'm going to do a fashion show. Um, and that's where Rose and Thorn started. And I, I do have an experience with fashion shows, uh, randomly decided to put one on, um, just over six years ago. Yeah. Our gallery didn't know what I was doing, just wanted to do it for fun. And then that's actually where I met Justin, my partner. He was in the audience. So it was meant to be very meant to be. <laughs> very cool. I love that. Yeah. That's the best. I literally live for these stories where the universe is just like, here, here you oh, go. Okay. Here's another thing. And another another one. Another one. <laughs> it's <so obvious> too. <laughs> oh, right. And sometimes when you look back in retrospect, you're like, damn, like <laughs> I totally feel that. That's amazing. Oh my God. You wear so many hats and you wear them well, girl. Wear them well. (laughs) So as you guys saw from that beautiful intro, Christina does a lot. But as we all know in life, we have a freaking journey, each and every one of us. Even I know myself, my own journey. I look and I'm like, my God, I'm like, how many lives have I lived in this lifetime alone? Like, it's just, it's wild, right? So I always love to get people's stories because I just feel like it's the easiest and best way for us to connect and be compassionate towards people and just share our truth. And that's what's so beautiful about this world because it helps us realize we're not alone. Oh, I can relate to that person. So let's hear your story, honey. Let's get in there. (laughs) I I mean, it's a lot. So, I mean, I probably won't be able to share everything today. As you know, it's quite a story. I've, I'm like you, where I'm like, how many lives have I led? You know, like just right. in this one life, if that makes any sense. <laughs> oh, it totally does. It totally does. Our growth journey and the evolution of our souls and like the shedding of layers. Oh my God. It's, it's a lot, girl. <laughs> okay, so you get it. You get it. <laughs> I feel you. You're with the right people here. <laughs> you know, where to begin? I have worked from a very young age. Um, you know, my very first job was age 13, working for Domino's okay. Pizza. They were two blocks away from me and my girlfriend lived another two blocks away. And we said, we really want to work for Domino's Pizza. Um, and this is when we were 12 years old, but we were like, we finally got the job when we were 13 after asking so many times. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, we, you know, we made $6.50 training wage. And the, they said, okay, you can wave a flag. You can wave like a giant um, <laughs> Domino's pizza flag. So we're like, okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, our very first day, we were waving this huge Domino's flag and then a bird shit on me. And uh, <laughs> I, I did take that as like a kind of sign. I'm like, oh, this is good luck. Okay, I'm supposed to be here. So. For some reason, at even at such a young age, I, I've been into spiritual stuff. Yes, you were always connected. <laughs> I feel that way too. And it's so amazing as you get older to be like, that. it was real. Like, yes. it wasn't just me being young and being like, woo. It, it was all right. real and for a reason. So I love that so, so much. <laughs> yeah, so I stayed there for a while. It was just so funny. The You know, the shenanigans that... <laughs> young girls would get up to eventually they let us like work in the store you know um having pizza dough competitions of who could stretch it <laughs> up the longest and hit each other the hardest just like really fun stuff. um you know they trusted me to open up the shop I stayed there until I was almost 16 years old wow um, we we got to work at like all of these different concerts and fireworks and soccer games and walk around and hand out pizza. So it actually was it was a lot of fun. That would be super fun. <laughs> I would live for that. I'd be like, pizza is the best. Meeting people's fun. Put those together. 
<laughs> exactly. And I can still recite like the alphabet of pizza toppings, which is so funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm like, what is the alphabet of pizza toppings? <laughs> well, I'll start. A is salami, B is beef, C is sh- uh, cheddar, D is shrimp. Anyway, hilarious. <laughs> I can't believe I can still remember that. Um, yeah, so that taught me a lot, you know, having responsibility at such a young age. And I was so grateful to have my best friend at the time because, you know, I was going through a lot of family stuff. Um, so I always had a great, great girlfriend that was such a support to me. Mm-hmm. And we were such a support to each other. And we did, we just had a really great teenage life together just the two of the two of us um so I'm very grateful for that to have have had that person in my life um during that time and then I I don't really remember how I got this job but I worked at a call center uh telemarketing like Mm -hmm. cold calling (laughs) yeah and it's hilarious because I was really really good at it I believe that because you're good at talking to people and honestly (laughs) I have done similar things it's about connecting like it's I mean, you can speak to people and just get on their level. I don't know why, but same. (laughs) Like, it just works. (laughs) Yeah. So that that was pretty wild, wild times. But again, it taught me a lot of responsibility. I worked, you know, every day after high school. And then once I graduated, I worked there 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. In between all of this madness, I did go to boarding school for circus and acting, which is very, very random. That's a whole other cool. Thing oh my god! I'm like, what can you do? Do you say circus? Yes, I can't do really anything anymore. I'm like, what can you do? What is your talent, girl? <laughs> um, but I mean, again, it was the all of these crazy experiences. Um, I think I'm sorry. I just think that is so cool. I'm like, were you really flexible? What did you do? <laughs> well, I was pretty flexible. I did some. It was like you know, like I said, acting mixed with circus. So every few months. Yes. A performance. I'd say the craziest thing that I did was like an oversized shopping cart. Of course, they made me the mall, the mall girl, um, <laughs> with the wallet full of credit cards. And I did a bridge over top of another girl doing a bridge while someone was wheeling yes. around in the shopping cart. Um, yeah. So that's probably that's amazing. amazing. I think that is so entertaining. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. I mean. The sad part of this is the school was super abusive. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least I got to get something out of it, right? So yeah, um, but I'm sure that in itself, even the the awful parts were so shaping in your life. Like I noticed even right. myself abusive situations and trauma. Even though while I was in it, I was like, oh my god. Once I've removed out of it, it really like ignited Absolutely. my spiritual dark night of the soul healing journey so hard. Like. Oh, yeah. You know, I've been through so much and I don't really like regret. I, if I could go back in time, I would still go through the trauma because. Preach. Uh, yeah, maybe not all the trauma, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'll re- rewind a little bit. I'm a middle child um, with two two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, always very girly, but I was dressed like a little biker girl. <laughs> um when I was a little girl, it's just so funny because now that's super in, you know, everyone's wearing yes! combat boots and biker coats. And I'm like, I just don't want to wear pretty little pink dresses. Cause I never got to do that. I was forced to have really long hair my entire childhood and even teenage years. So, you know, now I always have a short haircut and I love it. Yes. <laughs> rocking it. I love it too. It's gorgeous. Thank you so much. Do you have like a first memory of something that really rocked you and you were like okay I can either go this way or I can go this way and I can heal from this and learn and like what was your process for that I guess because I found with my own journey like 
I numbed so much at first to cope with certain pain. And then once, you know, the pain got bigger and the events got bigger and it got so huge where I was like, I literally, I can't run away from this anymore. Like I have to choose dealing with all of the things. So do you have like a pivotal moment like that? Yes. The pivotal moment would be when I was 18 years old, um, I decided to go to school for child and youth counseling Um, Mm -hmm. just because my counselor, uh, you know, growing up, she really changed my life and she was really an amazing woman and just like showed me like so much love. And so, of course, she was my role model. So I asked her, you know, what did you go to school for? And I took the exact same program. Uh, It was pretty competitive to get in, but I got in, you know, I got some scholarships, I got bursaries and I was working really hard. Um, I didn't even know for sure if that's what I wanted to do. I was just so young and impressionable and someone made such impact on my life. So, you know, I wanted to be them. Mm -hmm. So I was in the program and, you know, child and youth counseling. And I was like learning about all this crazy stuff that I already knew about it because I had lived through it. Right. And just so much stuff about you know, if you've experienced or witnessed abuse, you can't feel emotions, Mm -hmm. can't have empathy. So I was consistently raising my hand and, you know, actually I'm very empathetic and I've been through this, Mm -hmm. Uh, stuff like that. And I was instantly an outcast. Um, You know, I was just different than everyone else because everyone else had these like judging eyes that they had never actually been through anything. And they thought that they could just learn, um, you know, old school psychology to help people right and I was trying to spread awareness of yeah. actually, you know you can learn a lot from living through trauma so absolutely long- and like I like that you push those boundaries because <laughs> I love the holistic <laughs> approach to things because there's so and we as humans there's so much out there we don't know like there's so much and I love that you approach it with the, I'm such a feeler, like I'm all about the feel. So anything with empathy and openness, like, and honestly, our world would function so much better if we took away the money, greed, power, and focus a little more on love and light and compassion. Oh my God. So So, I love that you were there to shake that up. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I was very alone in it. And even during then, I didn't really have a support system anymore. Mm. I was 18 years old living completely on my on my own. Like some sometimes I'd have to take back like pop bottles just to pay rent. Like I was working hard and in school and just trying to stand up for what I believe in. Um, And it was a lot. And during that time, like my older brother was was addicted to drugs and he would be showing up at my house and, you know, I'd have to help him at such a young age while full time and in school. And oh, of course, one of the classes I was taking was addictions. And of course, I got an A because, well, you know, my brother was addicted to drugs. So I knew what was going on. You were living it. I was succeeding in the classes, but the only thing was the teachers hated me. Uh, and it came to the point where I had to write all of these essays and a lot of them had to do with like stuff that you have been through. Right. And one of them was about my brother and everything like that. And what happened was all the teachers gathered together and they basically said, we don't think this program is a fit for you. We're concerned for you. Um, you know, you're clearly going through stuff. Um, you know, you clearly have trauma and this and that, and maybe you can come back in a year. And this made no sense because I literally had just got a thousand dollar bursary for most improved student. I was succeeding. I had one teacher stick up for me and she was the indigenous teacher and she was like teaching about indigenous culture and history. Um, So yeah, I had no choice. And that's when my life really changed. And I was like, 
I'm not taking anything like this again. And, you know, I'm going to do the best that I can to advocate for people like me um, that have been through some crazy shit and they're told that they should be a statistic and, you know, proving otherwise. you're still here. Yeah. You're like, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I don't, sometimes I wonder, is that a really good, is that the best motivation? You know, you (laughs) want to throw people wrong, but hey, I am a double Scorpio. So there you go. (laughs) That's me. You know what? I'll show you. I'm like, what's your birth chart now? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> well, I'm born on Witch's Night, the day before Halloween. Amazing. What's your... What is your... I know, we're like, okay, we're like getting into it. But like, I'm okay, what's your sun, moon, and rising? Let's just keep it simple, I guess. Uh, well, uh, my sun is Scorpio, my moon is Scorpio, my rising is Gemini. Amazing. I am a Taurus sun, Pisces moon, Cancer rising. So that, oh, that's okay. where all the, the emotions come. But my I have a lot of Gemini. I have Scorpio going on. I think the Gemini oh. is the chatty part of me. So that's like my <laughs> Venus and everything. I'm like, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio queen. I'm here for it. Thanks. Your season's coming. <laughs> it is. And I'm actually going to be in Paris um, for my birthday. Oh my God. That's so magical. Is it just a for fun trip for business just trip? Just for fun. Yeah. Um, right before COVID 2019, um, Justin and my partner and I went to Greece because I've always wanted to go to Greece. And Me too. <laughs> amazing. You know, I've, that's my first time going to Europe was Greece and Italy in 2019. And you have to tell me everything when we're done because I'm like, tell me where to go and not to go. Oh, I will send you all everything. Yay. Um, I fell in love with it. Like, I've never been at more peace and happiness, Um, you know, and as an animal lover, there's cats and dogs everywhere. Yes, give me the animals. (laughs) I was just in paradise. Like, I had a fanny pack full of cat food the whole time. Noted. Bring cat treats. (laughs) Yep. And so going back to Greece because I loved it and I'm going to be in south of France and then Paris for my birthday you oh know? my god I can't wait to see the pictures the videos it's going to be so I'm such a romantic too I'm like it's going to be so romantic <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so fun I like squirrel brain central so we'll be talking about 5,000 things all at the same oh. time in this episode <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're bringing it back. So you knew from that, you were like, I'm never going to do this. What happened next? Um, oh God. Yeah. Great question. I think that's kind of where my entrepreneurial mindset came from. Cause I was like, mm. okay, well, I'm obviously against this, the grain here and I'm not fitting into the society's system of, um, you know, how things should be. Um, so, you know, I, I did spend the next few years really just financially struggling and really just being on my own and, you know, helping friends and you're in your, t- I'm in my early twenties at this point, partying, of course, having fun, yes. you know, <laughs> being, oh, I feel that. Yep. <laughs> my early twenties. I'm like, Oh God. I'm like, thank God you chose the growth path. Cause <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So yeah, I, it took me a few years, you know, it, t- it definitely, it made me realize what I wanted in life, but I don't, I just wasn't ready to go for it yet. I totally I feel parallel lives with you right now it's wild because I totally understand that yeah and it was traumatic I'm I'm definitely not recovered from the trauma of um, you know being kicked out like that it was it was just absolutely terrible um and Mm -hmm. like I still to this day fantasize about taking them down (laughs) (laughs) the devil Scorpio is here (laughs) oh yeah and like truly eventually I would like to do some motivational speaking when I'm way older uh, well, not too old because that main bitch that was the teacher needs to still be alive. So then I can go to the school and she can hear me be a motivational mm-hmm. speaker. And, you know. Absolutely. Look at you go, though. Like, look, again, I know we're we're still getting into the nooks and crannies of your story. But even just based on what we've heard so far, look at you. Like, 
Like I feel in life, I don't, I don't often give myself credit off like, and my partner, he's always like, babe, he's like, zoom out. He's like, look at everything. And I, cause I don't look at myself like that. And I feel like we need to do that more. We need to celebrate our motherfucking wins and how far we've come. Cause girl, like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's my Scorpio sticker on my cup. I love that. I'm here for it. I hear you um, trying harder to, you know, uh, have more gratitude, just daily gratitude. Mm-hmm. And not just about my life, just about everything that is in my life, right? Oh, for sure. And I feel like, too, when you express that gratitude, it just multiplies in your life. And one thing I love to do is, like, I, I'm, I'm sure based on this conversation, you're into, like, the signs and synchronicities of life and just little symbols you see everywhere. And sometimes, too, like, the uh, universe speaks to me million different ways all day every day but numbers of course is big it's big for a lot of people but they're always like oh did you make a wish and I'm like no I'm like I just express my gratitude because it just helps me feel like I'm not alone and like I am protected and I'm like okay the universe has my back like keep going because you know at with the entrepreneurial world like you need that a support system in some way where, wherever you get your support whether it be physically with people mm-hmm. your animals can be support spirit whatever you look to because some days, like, it's up to you to keep going. Like, you don't have someone being like, you have to do this. You have to do it oh, yourself. it is absolutely up to you. And, you know, there I've had so many points in my life where it's been only me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? So, yeah, it's important. Especially, like, a lot of people can be a support for you, but they haven't experienced the same stuff that you have. Right? Exactly. So they don't exactly. actually know what you're going through. I mean, no one knows what everyone's deep down going through, right? So right. you have to be able to. Um, support yourself yeah do you find you have independent woman syndrome because I have that big time I'm like I have a hard time leaning on people sometimes I'm like I know in order for this to progress to a certain level like I have to allow others in to see my vision and help with it but I'm also very artistic so it's like my pat my heart and soul goes into these things so that's something I'm currently working on I'm like hey you don't have to be a lone wolf forever you can allow others who align with you of course it can't just be random people but they can help you so I I feel that way sometimes I battle that because I've always been like well no if I want to do it right I'll just do it myself like or I got this I totally like that too yeah I have I actually truthfully kind of sometimes have a hard time working with others um (laughs) yeah well because like you just you know what you want and you can see it and you know you're gonna do it to your you're good again maybe it's a little bit of perfectionism in me too but you're gonna put your all into that right exactly and you know I I just have such a hard time dealing with um people that self-doubt and make things more complicated I just like to get stuff done and just do it and not like stress about like the fashion show you know we only had a few months to plan this huge huge fashion show um and I'm really glad that I had an amazing amazing person on my side that I hired uh, to help me run it and we just I connected with her quite a while ago it, it was so random how we met and I've always had people and friends in my life that are a lot older than me um I definitely know that in my past life you know I was I'm an old soul right so I, I feel like I've lived many lives Dang. um so I work really well with older people that don't have ego <laughs> oh my god there's a reason we're having this freaking conversation today all my guests who really align with me every single time there's an episode and you guys are speaking I'm like oh thank you universe because I need to, like it's just stuff I've either just been talking about or it's yeah. so relevant right now 
preach on dropping the ego. And so many people yes. are like, oh, ego. They don't even know what ego is. I'm like, it's not being full of yourself. We all yeah. have ego. It's the self. It's like, doubt. I, I yeah. like aligning with people that like know that they have so much to give and they know their worth and they're mm-hmm. not afraid. And yeah, they honestly love themselves. Yes, queen. That's what it all comes down to. Like, when you give yourself that love, you have to give yourself that love because you're a beautiful, freaking divine, magical goddess being. One, that's just one thing, you know. And to fully align into your soul's highest good and being, you have to show yourself that. And it can be challenging, like, you know, depending on your your story, like we're just saying, whatever you've been through. But we have to drop that and give ourselves that love because that's the yeah. only way forward. Absolutely. So true. Mm. Yes, queen. Okay. So with your businesses, did you start those like right after you let go of going to school or was that kind of a bit more of a process? That was definitely more of a process. Um, Like honestly, almost five years in between. I just wasn't in the right part of my life, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, like I said, so young, figuring out what I wanted. I, I, you know, what really got me to start doing the businesses was self-help. That's when when I got help and when I started um, like learning about manifesting and learning Mm -hmm. about like positive thinking affirmations and I just became so addicted to um, reading self-help books and that's when I that's when I was like oh my god this was in me but now I'm ready. Yes. Okay. This is just too freaky. I'm like, which book could I pull out from right here, right now? Because <laughs> I feel the same. Books beside me that I like that I have ready to share with you. Yes. Let's share it now. We might as well. Yeah. We're on the topic. Um, Let's well, the go first for one it. is like so popular. Everyone mm-hmm. should read it. Was is the Four Agreements. Yes. Love that one. I highly recommend it. Uh, really gets you just thinking about the best way to kind of live your life and your thought process. Mm. Um, and then I was obsessed with the author. So I got another book called voice of knowledge. Ooh, and I haven't seen that one. one started writing books, um, as well. And the one that he wrote is called living in the light. So this is four agreements, voice of knowledge, and then living in the light. Um, those that. were the ones that changed my life the most. I also read another book called personal power through awareness and yeah, just being aware of manifestation and how your thoughts manifest reality and like just believing in that mm. uh, that's when everything shifted for me right because I did live I, in a I little bit that. of victim mentality for a while when I was younger poor me you know yeah. and that's never going to take you anywhere so true and like you know when you're dealing with stuff honor what you feel of course but like at some point you have to let go of the things that have happened because any one of us could get stuck in that loop and it's exactly that it's like a merry-go-round that you can't get off and you have to snap snap something snap out of it and find a way to move forward and out of that because it's almost like um you know when like like how negative energy it just like festers and it spreads and it's gross and it can get hard to get out of that mud it's like that like you have to readjust the focus and what what do you choose to focus on because it's a choice right Mm -hmm. and it can change your life like I could not agree with you more because I feel like I've always been into manifestation but obviously with like trauma, time, learning, healing, have learned so much more about it. And it's, it's so true how you think, how you speak. Uh, like To this day, like I'm just obsessed with manifesting. Like, you know, I do, I've read also a bunch of witchcraft books. Like I'm super yes. into all of that. Um, and so I do have, you know, rituals that I do. 
um, I made a vision board, like, I don't know, six months ago, and then I had it up, and then it fell, and then I didn't put it back up, because I maybe, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I don't want to stare at this every day yet, like, I've, I put a lot of visions on here, like, uh-huh. tense, you know, I don't know what it was, like, maybe the fear of everything kind of coming true, um, but it's really crazy, because just a few weeks ago, I was getting ready for the trip and cleaning my bedroom and I, I kind of pulled it up and I was like, Oh my God, this is so fucked up. Like the Eiffel tower is on there and I'm there. Oh like, my God. I literally was about to scream. I just got so excited. Like shut up. And yeah, like, and then a lot of these things that are on there were on there and I just couldn't even believe it. I wasn't even looking at it every day. It's just, and then I was thinking, imagine if I did commit to looking at it every day, like where would I even be now if this has fallen and I had forgotten about it and it's still coming true? It's so powerful. So powerful. Like you put that intention out there and yeah. the universe is like received. Got it. I will bless yeah. you um, at some point. <laughs> I did put a big evil eye too. And then um, I put something that said like my energy, what was it called? Like my energy is like, I can't remember what it is. My energy is like powerful or something, something and I'm no longer giving it out for free. And then when I found that the other day, I was thinking, oh my God, yep, I don't put up with shit from people anymore. And I, like I just don't. I've changed in the sense where, I mean, I come across as an extremely nice, kind person. Um, but once people disrespect me, I just, I don't take it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. No, I totally get that. The Queen of Swords has to come out, protect that aura, girl. Mm-hmm. I could work on that. That's something that I feel like I have been working on as of late, yeah. the past few months, like those people-pleasing tendencies, which I understand when they were at their strongest, I had to for safety. Like I had, like it was okay. how I um, navigated certain situations, but I'm not in that position at all anymore. And I'm like, you're safe. You're okay. You're loved. You're not in positions that are going to harm you. You don't need to do that. And if someone says something to you and you're like, no, you don't have to smile and take it. You yep. can say something. <laughs> it's still uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. it still feels so weird, you know, just to defend yourself. Right. Uh, but, you know, with practice, right? Yes. I love you. I'm like, yes. I'm like, okay, you're going to help me practice these things. <laughs> it's never going to feel good. It's never going to, I mean, maybe it will eventually, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I just love to spread love, spread kindness. But setting boundaries doesn't mean you're not spreading spreading love and kindness. It just means you're setting boundaries, right? Mic drop, mic drop, <laughs> mic drop. Listeners, listen to that right there. Setting boundaries does not mean you're not a good person. It does not mean you're not kind. It means you're loving yourself. Because there are people out there who do not have your best interests at heart. Or they're too in their own ego or whatever the case may be. They can't see they're harming you. And it's okay to be like, no, you don't get access. Access denied. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Access denied and I'm still a good person. Yes. And I can feel okay with that. I think that's so important for so many listeners to hear. Cause like, I know, you know, we're, we're not alone in, in feeling these things. And, and I, I'm not saying it's just a woman thing, but sometimes I'm just like, you know, we were all, the patriarchy wants you to say, well, yes, you know, be quiet, just keep your head down. And I'm like, how the, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you first started dabbling with like the jewelry and the candles and everything like that, was it just because like you said, you thought, you know, crystals are pretty, but like once you started learning more, like do you, I, I'm getting witchy now, but I love it. I'm like, when you make stuff, do you infuse it with like, you of know? Course. Yeah, definitely. Like um, I cleanse all my crystals, of course. Yeah. Um, literally just make up my own method. I think that's what you should do. I don't think there should be rules in these things, you know, like whatever yeah. feels good. Um, 
yeah, like I just put cold water and I, I only cleanse them when I'm in like a, a good mood and I pour a little bit of salt and then I imagine good things. <laughs> it all sounds so funny sometimes. I love it. I'm, you're talking to the right person. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> and yeah, the, I, I honestly just got a little bit bored of making just the, the jewelry. Um, cause I did, I never took it to that next level. Cause I didn't want to take crazy jewelry classes and get into all of that because I like to literally like be able to chill and like sit on the couch and have crystals in my hand and do it that way. Yeah. It's like a a therapy kind of thing. It's not, yeah. It really, really really is. I mean, I would end up like staying up till three, 4 a.m. though, like having so much fun (laughs) making jewelry. And then I'm like, how the hell am I making this jewelry in the dark? Um, (laughs) So I got a bit bored of that and uh, now I make the intention candles. So I love talk. those. I creeped already. And I was like, Oh, I want that one. I want that one. <laughs> like, give me all the candles. I think there's and they're so gorgeous. Like I'm like, okay, anyone can they order them online too? Or is it just a local I stopped doing that just because shipping is so crazy. I don't want people mm-hmm. to have to pay so much for shipping. Like it's insane. Yeah. Like shipping within Canada, a candle is like $25 to ship. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. But if they're in Vancouver, do you want to let everyone know where they can find all your beautiful, beautiful goodies? Yeah. So my uh, candles and jewelry, actually, um, they're at the Nooks Kitsilano and West Forth. The Nooks is really great. Um, They have a whole bunch of different artists and vendors there, all all, so many different things. Yeah, it's a great place. I'm going to be adding uh, ritual bath soaks soon which yes. will be um rose petals lavender coconut milk pow- coconut milk powder yeah. um, and some salt so okay come to mama like I'm so here for all of that I'm like yes because it's so it's a way to connect to yourself and your spirituality and obviously you know have beautiful candle while you're doing it but even some of like the full moon rituals and stuff I'll do I like candles anyway so I'm like why don't I get a beautiful infused one that's gonna give the beautiful yeah. energy yeah, so I um I have Serenity candle, for example, with tangerine aura quartz and um calendula petals, and that's for relaxing. Um I have crystal vision um with amethyst and lavender, and that's for increasing your psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. And okay, I could go on and on. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> I love hearing all of these things. Well, my favorite one is New Beginnings. And those are the most popular and it's angel aura quartz and um, everything's uh, vegan soy wax. And then it's, um, I just collect flowers and I dry them and then it's just flower petals. Oh, that's so beautiful. Like I'm an earth child. So I'm just like, yes, sprinkle all that beautiful mother earth in there. I love that. There's a small risk that a little petal will catch fire, but I mean, isn't that small risk? <laughs> yes, right? That's, <laughs> that's <all>. life. <laughs> like it's very, very small risk. But I mean, I know that I almost put it in another store, and they were like, "Well, there's a risk here." And I'm like, "Yeah, the best things in life have a little bit of a risk." Yes, they do, honey. Yes, they do. The petal burns. The air is now cleansed. Okay, so yeah, and like the universe wanted it to happen. Maybe it needed to get your attention about something. You never know. <laughs> do you have a favorite crystal? I would say, honestly, uh, black tourmaline because it's the ultimate mm. protection stone, right? And right. I do work some. So, yeah. I do, too. I have that in my car. And it's funny because nice. like, I'm not generally drawn to, like, when I look at the crystals I'm always drawn to, it's either, like, selenite's white or the pretty Oh, I blue. love it. my second favorite. Selenite is so calming. <gasps> so spiritual. Oh, hold a piece right now, but I'll wait. Right? I know. I know. I'm, like, like eyeing mine up over there. <laughs> the crystals are calling to us, everyone. <laughs> 
But it's true. I genuinely, when I hold that, I can feel that in every fiber of my being. It's so powerful. I can really, really feel it. Yeah. It's wild. And celestite is such a beautiful blue. Like I find I like the blues, the pinks and like, you know, amethyst purple. But then with black tourmaline, it's like such an opposite thing like for me to go to, but I had to have it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I need this. Yeah, that's awesome. That's another thing too, everyone listening. If you're like not sure or you haven't dabbled into the crystal life, it's not like Christina was saying, it's not something you need to overthink. It's not complicated. And I think that's something important to note. It's go with what you feel because your intuition always knows best. And don't overthink that either. (laughs) Same with like witchcraft. Like I know that it's becoming kind of popular. You don't have to look up like how to do this spell. It has to be done exactly this way. You have to write it this way. Literally, there's no rules. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do what feels good to you. That's right. Because like when you're tapping into that, it, your soul knows. And if you've connected to that in past lives or whatever the case may be, I honestly feel like if you're connected to it, like we were saying, since we were so young, like I'm so, I have a friend, she's a medium and she does a lot of past life Akashic life readings. And I really want her to do one. Cause that's kind of like, she's amazing at everything, but she even says herself, she's very tapped into that in particular. I'm and I'm like, Oh, I'll send her to you. She's in California. She's amazing. It's so again, she was brought to me in a random way. And I'm like, we were meant to be in each other's lives. Like so random. <laughs> Those are the best relationships for sure. I think it's honestly, it's those soul connections and you don't question it. It's just so simple. Like it's easy you know, you connect and you just feel it. Yeah. Like I, I deal with like anxiety on a regular basis. And, um, like right before this call, I didn't have anxiety because I just felt connected with you. Right. So I took that as a pretty good sign. Right. And even like when we met, we spoke for just such a brief moment and it was just quick and instant, but it just, I don't know. It just worked. It was great. Yeah. I mean, the pink helped. Oh, for sure. That was a great, great moment. But like we're saying, trust that intuition because I I think too, I lost so much trust in myself throughout life, just not only others betraying me, but betraying myself, like, you know, staying places too long. And again, divine timing is everything 100%. But sometimes those lessons, I need to be taught hard a lesson. And I, again, Mm -hmm. in the past few years have tried to listen more to that initial intuition, like, and I think when you give your brain a second to come in and sabotage, don't, don't. The, whatever this says, yes, no, go with what that says first. Don't think. <laughs> I, I so agree. Because your brain will do that if you let it. And mine does it so easily. And I'm like, oh, like I have to pump the brakes so fast. I'm like, no, no, no. What did that <laughs> gut just say? Stop brain. You want a good squirrel brain and give me 5 million things to think about? Stop. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. And that's where the self-help stuff does come into play. Because it's like, it becomes embedded in your brain that it's kind of there when you're in dark moments and you kind of just, you can't help but remember, oh yeah, okay, I read this. Okay, I remembered this. Okay, this has helped me before. Things are going to get better. This will pass. This is just a moment. Uh, one of my favorite things I'll tell you is when, my, well, not my favorite thing, but something that's helped me is, um, you know, you're at your lowest point mm-hmm. and like crying so upset and like, have you ever like, had a shower and then you just end up like sit crying in the shower? Oh my God. Are we, I swear to God, I've had people laugh at me because I, and even sometimes when I'm not crying, I'm like, I'm just going to sit in the shower and meditate for a bit. It's yes. going to be better. So I, I honestly don't remember if I read this or if it just came to me. I wish I could remember, but this is what I do now. When I'm in that moment, I'm like, oh shit, I'm at my lowest. I am 
cry showering right now. Uh, so what I started doing was I, when <laughs> that happens, it doesn't happen like, you know, on a regular basis or anything, but when that happens, <laughs> I just like see the water and then I just like imagine myself like, po- like pulling myself up, like the water's a rope and I pretend that it's, yeah. and I literally do this with my hands until I get up and I'm just like, okay, this water is a rope and I have pulled myself up. Yes. I love that. Hopefully it'll help you next time. For sure. Oh, I love that because like I always visualize the water cleansing me. I'm like, get rid of all this. But I like that. If you're like down and out and you're in the shower sitting crying, use that water as a rope, guys. Yes, it (laughs) does work. And then you feel really proud of yourself because you're like, okay, I got through this. You know, I clearly needed that. And now enough is enough. Exactly. And like what I love about that practice is everyone can do it. Sometimes I think the world makes you think like it's this complicated thing to be able to do certain practices to help yourself, but it's it's not. Lean into what feels, even if it feels weird, just lean into it because I'm all about the weirdness. I'm like, let's go into that more, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Big time. Right. Because if it resonates with you, it resonates for a reason. And I feel like we need to like tap back in, into our inner child and be like, what did I like then? Or like, I, you know, you, you could imagine anything was possible or you connected so easy with nature. And to me, that's just, I, I do it now. I'm like, I am that person. You'll see me like, just go touch a tree for a bit. Yes. I'm like, Let me absorb you. <laughs> you know, I literally did that yesterday. That's so funny that you say that. I went for a hike. <laughs> It was very mossy, you know, and I just had to <laughs> touch it. Just had to touch it. I know. I totally feel that. And, like, once you do, you're like, ooh, okay, I feel those vibes you're putting out. You know, I don't stand there, <laughs> hug it, and cry. I touch it and move on. <laughs> Acknowledge you here. Yes, there's no uh, cry, shower, sitting with the trees, guys. <laughs> Unicorn dreams formed and started because when I was a kid um, and when I was going through some pretty severe trauma, I would go for walks or – I would just envision a unicorn. And when I went for walks, the unicorn would be like flying above me. And I I just still like when I'm also when I'm just at a low moment, I just think of like my unicorn spirit guide. And that's why I called it unicorn dreams because unicorn dreams, that's what got me through life is just like remaining spiritual, remaining like with a big imagination, anything's possible, anything's out there. You know, we have an infinite amount of possibilities. Like we have so much opportunity here, right? So I still want to do a thousand things with my life. I'm the same. I'm just like, it's just, and that's something I have to remember. I'm like, okay, stop. You know, you have big dreams, but one step at a time, honey, just one step at a time. (laughs) I struggle so much because I'm like, I want to do it all now. I could do it now. No, it's one thing at a time. (laughs) It's so tempting though. I got it. Oh man. And I'm just like, I know eventually it'll be so many different things all at once but I know I can't jump from here all the way there I have to do all the little steps and I'm just like for for all the dreamers out there I feel your pain yeah but stop dreaming yes we got to keep on dreaming and like I love that you visualize the unicorn from such a young age and then put her in fruition into your biz like again it's connecting to what made sense to you as a child right exactly there's nothing wrong with that embrace it. I'm here for the embracing of that. It was so great to share, you know, be open with you. So thank you for providing a safe space. Absolutely. And that's what it is here. Like it has to be. And in life, I, I, I look for those safe spaces in people, in places and things. And like you said, you know, going with what resonates. Uh, before we get all your socials and everything, is there any final words of wisdom? You dropped a really beautiful bit of wisdom on us, but if you have anything else, we're always all ears to hear it. 
I mean, I would just say don't let your past and trauma define you. Don't let other people's expectations of you define your how you live your life. Mm, yes, mama. It's funny again you say that because I think today I actually posted something that literally was just about that, like about not okay. focusing like on the past. It's just it's so weird. The synchronicities, <laughs> they keep coming. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. I love it. Well, let's plug in uh, your social medias, your website, anything. So if anyone resonates with Christina today, you can connect and she'll let us know how. Yeah. So uh, for the markets, we actually have uh, two markets coming up uh, Christmas uh, time, December 17th and 18th at Yaletown Roundhouse. Um, Instagram for that is VHS Markets and website is VHSMarkets.com. And Unicorn Dreams Beauty. You can find my stuff at the Nooks in Kitsilano. And then if you feel like checking out my personal uh, Instagram and connecting, it's uh, KC, my initials, Christina Cressman, KC Unicorn. Perfect. I love it. So all of the tea drinkers listening, if you've resonated with Christina, you're curious to see more of what she does. I'll have everything linked. If you're watching on YouTube, it'll be in the description box below. If you're listening via podcast, it'll be all in the show notes. So there'll be no trouble connecting if you wish to. And I just, again, I want to thank you so much for joining me today and just sharing your light. And I'm just like, I just want to know more. I'm like, I need to know this girl more. (laughs) I, I feel the same. I'm really happy to connect and we should definitely do happy hour when I'm back from Europe oh my gosh yes oh I I forgot about that I know I'll be seeing all the beautiful pictures and videos I'm so excited for you it's so nice to get away especially places that resonate so deeply so I'm excited for you thank you so much Kaylee it was so great chatting with you today I'm in a really great mood now and I'm gonna go touch my crystals (laughs) yes I love that that's how I want to leave every guest I'm in a great mood and I'm gonna go touch my crystals no cry showering just crystal no oh I love it well that is our tea time for today everyone I want to thank all the listeners viewers for integrating your beautiful energy into this podcast it would not be what it is without all of you so if you're watching on YouTube make sure you like and subscribe to the channel it'll just help build up our community and if you're listening via podcast give us a five-star rating I love to know your thoughts your feedback all the goodness And we will see you next time.